Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the last time I spoke to you, was December 13th. Today is the 24th. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. And although it isn't a holiday that we celebrate, I know that it's a very special holiday for everybody who does celebrate it. And tomorrow's December 25th, which is Christmas Day, but is also the anniversary of my parents, Saul and Gloria Kamen, who got married tomorrow 66 years ago. They got married at the Bell Harbor Jewish Center in Queens, and we have the pictures to prove it. And they chose Christmas Day because they knew it would always be a happy day. And for the first anniversary in my life that I can recall, we're not going to be sitting down at a fancy table with a big family gathering uh, amidst all kinds of hoopla and happiness because my mother is still recuperating from a bad bout of pneumonia. But she is thankfully out of the hospital and out of rehab. And what an ordeal that was. We, um, she went to rehab from the hospital with pneumonia. So not like with a stroke, not needing any kind of obvious physical therapy, except she was weak as a fly. So the medical advice was she needed to go to rehab. I don't really know behind the scenes what kind of insurance nonsense goes on. But I can tell you that my mom totally shut down. She is a, an emotional person to begin with, and in later years, she started to suffer from depression. And when she got to rehab, she didn't like the place. By the way, it was a lovely place. It's called Sinai. Very nice place. But anyway, apparently the, you know, the place of places if you have to go to rehab, but it doesn't matter. She was supposed to go to rehab to do physical therapy. She didn't do any physical therapy. She was there a couple of days. I had to carry on to get her home. Why? Because she started closing her eyes and acting like a blind person. And it was pretty freaky scary for my mom. Because my mother's a very vital, strong person. You know, we wrote a book years ago called Secrets of a Jewish Mother. I wrote the book, but really, it was just like a stream of consciousness of all the lessons that my mom taught me and Jill. And it's in three different voices for stories and anecdotes. But the narrative is essentially me writing down from memory all the lessons my mother taught us. She's a very, very strong woman, my mom, really. 
very woman of tremendously strong character. If you want to get an idea of the kind of character she had in the first three seasons or first four seasons of the Real Housewives of New York City, my mother was Gloria Kamen and she appears as a pretty recurrent character with my sister Jill Zarin, who was one of the original housewives. And incidentally, I'm on the show quite a bit as well as a you know, as a, as a real person in my sister's satellite orbit. I used to say about the housewives that I thought they all came out of pods. You remember Invasion of the Body Snatchers? How the pod people would come? That's how I felt, thought about all the other housewives because they had almost no family to speak of. But Jill came with a sister and parents and not just a husband and a daughter, but like the people that had raised her. Anyway, anyway, the bottom line is that if you ever watch that show in rerun or marathon, you'll know that my mother really is a strong character and she's not a weakling, but she shut down. She absolutely shut down in this rehab experience. And so she started closing her eyes. Now, one of my sayings in life is that everything you learn in life, you use. I always say that. And you don't know when you're going to use it. You don't know when it's going to pop up. But I have been presiding over hearings for 10 years now as a probate judge. And the hearings that I preside over are many of them in a, in a psychiatric hospital. And many of the people that I view and have to adjudicate upon are in fact people with severe depression. And that's what I knew I was seeing. I was seeing a coping response of my mother to a situation that she found to be completely unacceptable and intolerable, intolerable. She had cried the night before. So she got admitted on a Tuesday. But by the time she got into rehab, it was well after five, six o'clock. There was no way they were going to release her that night. But she cried. I don't want this place. I want to come home. Please let me come home. Let me come home. And I'm sitting with her. And Jill, is, Jill called. We are rotating our shifts. And Jill called and tried to buck her up and say, Mom, please... Lisa's sitting with you. She can't do anything right now. Please get yourself together. Uh, You know that the doctors are saying this is best for you. Please try and cooperate. So what happened was, as a result of that, she said okay to herself. And then in a depressive response, she just shut down. So the next morning when we came to see her, eyes were closed. I mean, I'm talking about a lunch where she fumfered for the water as if she was blind with completely shut eyes. And so I said to Jill, we have to take mommy home. And Jill initially didn't agree, but then she did. And the two of us went to work and we got her out the next day. So she was only there probably less than 48 hours, but it was a backwards kind of a thing. And now we're racing to catch up. Anyway, what can I tell you? She's 89, but see, in our group, we don't look at chronological age. We look at We look at the age of our ancestors and they all live a long time. Her own mother lived to 93. We don't want to lose mama. And it's been touch and go. So in the meantime, I'm on night duty, since you asked. And that means last night I got up at 1, 5, and 8. And then got up for real around 9, 9.30. And so you can basically call me a walking zombie. And the reason I entitled this uh, behind the scenes, the sandwich generation, sandwiching, is because it is Christmas Eve, it is Sunday, and I had anticipated going home on Tuesday because my beautiful daughter, Joanna, who is in her eighth month of pregnancy, had 
reserved and paid for a two-night getaway, just mother-daughter, in Washington, Connecticut, at the Mayflower, which I haven't been to in years, just so the two of us could get massages and catch up and be together before the next big phase of her life, which is, guess what? She's becoming a mommy. And I have been looking forward to those two days like you cannot believe, and I've been so touched and flattered that my daughter, who's very busy in her own career and getting ready for the next big phase of life, is, is ready, willing, and able to just go away with her mom for two nights. Just me. But I spoke to her today, and she and I agreed that I really need to stay here in Florida another week through probably the 31st. I don't want to be without Bill for New Year's. He's been patient enough. By the time I get home, it'll be almost three weeks away. And I'm sandwiched because in the next month or two, I am committed to helping my daughter. I am the person who's going to be available for the delivery. It is me and no other that she truly trusts to get through the nonsense that may occur during delivery at a hospital. And I have to be available. I can't come back to Florida. So can you tell? Can you hear what's going on here? So I got my mother, who I'm going to leave not in the best of shape, and a daughter that I'm disappointing and disappointing myself. But once I get back to Connecticut, I will not be able to come down to Florida for the foreseeable future until that baby is born, which is due the second week of February, but could come a week early, could come a week late. We let these babies cook for as long as they want to. We do not push them out. So I'm sandwiched, and I know that you've been there. Many of you have been there. And as Jill said to me the other day, I wouldn't, I, I, I'm so glad that we're sandwiched. We're very lucky, fortunate, grateful to be sandwiched, to be able to be in generations of love and caring on the top and on the bottom of the family tree. To still have parents alive and well, well enough, and children poo-poo alive and even a grandchild on the way, right? What could be better? What is there to life but that? But I did some yoga this morning, my second hour in nine days to myself. I've been counting. And it was a yin class. I don't know if you've ever done yin yoga. Yin yoga is where you basically lay on the floor. It's my favorite. (laughs) You lay on the floor and you hold a position and you stretch the position And sometimes you reach your quote-unquote edge, and other times you don't. You shift until you're just comfortable. But you just lay on the floor a lot. It's my favorite thing. Other people call it exercise. Who am I kidding? I never even get my heart rate up. It's very good for me. It's the mind-body-spirit kind of thing. So I did some yin yoga this morning for an hour, and I felt great, and I got up, and my posture was better than ever. And I realized, right? I realized... Uh, that it is really about that. It is really about the mind-body connection. It is about the gratefulness of being present. It is, it is the macro and the micro, which was last week's behind the scenes. We talk about the big picture. We zoom in and we zoom out. But I've allowed you to zoom in a little bit on my personal life this week. And that's really what's going on with me. So I did five shows last week. This week, of course, Christmas Day is tomorrow. 
and Friday is off anyway. I may or may not be doing some new shows this week. My producer gets a very deserved week off with her family in this Christmas, New Year's week. So I may or may not be doing any new shows. I may just get on the air and wing it for a couple of hours with you. Anyway, we're also, by the way, thank you for listening to this. I'm also thinking about doing some things in the next year, in 2024, uh, that will be private events for people that want to come to the studio, have special access to me and my life and my thoughts. We're thinking about things for the people that really want to be supporters of the show. Uh, And by the way, I really appreciate you listening to my meanderings today. So I want to give you a wish for a really happy and healthy new year, an extremely merry, merry Christmas, a merry everything, whatever it is you're celebrating, a chance to go inward and outward so that we can take on the world and solve the problems that we've caused, I mean collectively as humans, uh, and do it with verve and optimism and spirit, and also nurture ourselves. Merry, merry everything. I'm Lisa Wexler. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 